0: The Talk Shop.
1: It's 28 minutes after 7. You're on The Talk Shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Tweet at moleo or tweet at SAFM radio. Always looking forward to hearing your views on the discussions that we're talking about. It's, it's time for us to get into mentors and focusing specifically on South African men. I'm joined in studio by Baba Buntu, a social entrepreneur, a writer, a speaker, and a researcher in African-centered education. Welcome to the talk shop.
2: Thank you so much. Good evening to you and good evening to all the listeners.
1: So good to have you. Send your SMS to 34701. I have two gentlemen here. Um, we're going to call them Oscar and Deboko. How are you guys?
0: Uh, I'm Oscar. Uh, good evening. <laughs> F- 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 so you are practicing the name, so you, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you can get used to it. Thank you for joining us.
0: Yeah, man, I'm happy
3: to be here.
1: Don't forget that you're as we. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, ben. You are just so curious about that real <laughs> name.
1: <right now. laughs> just as we proceed, don't forget your your names then yet. But Baba um, Bonto, maybe let's talk about men on the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, The initiative, uh, what is it? Tell us about it.
2: Okay. As Epicosini Solutions, we specialize on African-centered education and we locate it a lot in the family. We want... Uh, Yes, we need to talk about governance and and, and land and economy. That's very important as well. But we also need to talk about decolonizing within our homes and in the family because some of us really struggle with relationships, with how to raise our children, with generational uh, communication and things like that. So one of the projects that we run is called Shabaka, Men of Africa. Mm -hmm. We also have a program for women, for children. But let's talk about Shabaka tonight. And one of the... Interventions uh, as as Shabaka is Men on the Mountain, Mm. where we kind of borrow a bit from our um, cultural uh, richness. Uh, this is not an initiation in the traditional sense, mm. but it borrows a little bit from that as an intervention, that it is important for men at one point to also go to the sec- a secluded area and be by themselves and have a conversation, get some instructions. But what we also include is a lot of dialogue, a lot of sharing, a lot mm. of men listening to each other's stories. So it's a day. Um, and we spend it's it's a hectic day, mm. but they spend the day from morning until late afternoon, engaging on on issues of what we really go deeply into is relationships, sexuality, and self. Mm. So those, those are heavy,
1: heavy. issues. Heavy. Those are heavy issues. But I want to go back to you know some of the very first statements that you made there decolonizing in the home, and anyone that's listening is thinking what does that what does that mean mm. what do we what are you talking about?
2: Okay, well. You know we live in homes and we we have breakfast we get up in the morning we have sh- we take a shower we prepare ourselves to do something of the day mm. how am i greeting my wife how am how am i talking to my children uh, do do i as an african man uh, am i am i do i remember that Part of what we struggle with as African people as well is re- to remember who we were, to understand who we are, and to also plan for who we want to become. Mm. Is that part of... Because sometimes Africanness is something we do in workshops and something we do at, at, at seminars and conferences. Mm. For me, Africanness is something that I need to live every single day. So the way I treat my, my wife, the way I operate within my home, what we put on our walls, what we do on a daily basis must be informed by an African... Uh, Ambition or or or, or perception. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: And you know, you, you talk about how you into how you how you interact with your family, what you put up on your walls, and 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 that really being the 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 very center of what makes you an African man. So, how do the seminars actually work in in ensuring that in ensuring that men are able to, to take those lessons back home?
2: Okay, because we and, and this is maybe a question that some people have. Why's such a strong focus on African and black and things like that. And the the reason for that is really that we have become a people who are very shaped by issues of race and color and culture. Uh, And yet we don't really feel comfortable talking about it. It's like mentioning color and race and things like that is something we shouldn't do. Yet... Most of the things that we have become Have been shaped in one form or, or another By that experience mm. So what we want to do Even if we want to talk about co- uh, sexuality We want to contextualize it first We know that many young people Go out and experience, e- experiment with relationships Sometimes it's many painful experiences That people come with For instance one of the things that we do When we gather on the mountain Is to, to, to take around To just explain how people were introduced to sex As, 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 as a man mm. And you will be, you'll be shocked to find out how many men actually had very painful and very, very abusive experiences of sex at a very early I age. I
1: want to hear some of those stories. Give us a call on 891 It's the talk shop on SAFM.
4: From the 2nd to the 12th of July, SAFM will be broadcasting live from South Africa's creative capital as the Grahamstown National Arts Festival returns to delight, dazzle and amaze the country once more. Theatre, dance, jazz, comedy, classical music, film and everything in between.
2: The program is the finest South Africa has to offer. Surround up the family, bring some friends or come alone and make some new ones. Just make sure you're in Grahamstown from the 2nd of July. Book now at NationalArtsFestival.co.za.
4: The SABC has signed a Code of Conduct that is enforced by the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Under the Code, we are committed to giving news that is accurate, comment that's fair, and programming that is not harmful, does not amount to hate speech or violence or explicit sex. If you think we are not living up to that Code, then you can inform the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Direct any complaints in writing to the BCCSA, PO Box 412 365, Craig Hall 2024. That's the BCCSA, PO Box 412 365, Craig Hall 2024. Send a fax to 011 326 3198 or an email to BCCSA at NABSA. For more information, please visit bccsa.co.za
1: We have heard, listened, and better understood what the people want. Government is working tirelessly to ensure that all the foreign nationals meet the legislative requirements as prescribed by South Africa's immigration laws.
4: Africa supported us and was home for years to military veterans. This solidarity helped bring about the 21 years of democracy we now enjoy. Department of Military Veterans joins the nation and the world in saying, let us coexist and say no to attacks against foreign nationals. Let us celebrate Africa Month together. We are one. We are Africa. A message from the Department of Military Veterans. The Talkshout.
1: 25 to 8 or 24 minutes to 8, and my name is Naledi Molale. You're on the Talk Shop on SAFM, chatting to Baba Buntu, a social entrepreneur, a writer, speaker, and researcher in African-centered education, and of course two gentlemen here, Oscar and Tebogo, are their names just for just for this evening. They've taken part in the uh, Men on the Mountain seminars and some of the sessions uh, that are run there. Give us a call if you have to if you'd like to talk to us. The number is 0891104207. Baggy is in Cape Town good
5: evening hi no ladies thank you so much once again for taking my call and of course um hello to baba buntu in your studio and the two guests um is there, uh, what oscar and, oscar Devo- and Devo-
6: oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. they couldn't give
5: their names yes, but anyway yeah yeah hi, hi Baba uh, buntu. This Listen, this, this. i just want to quickly get straight to it yes. two things you've just mentioned i just like the and appreciated the application of the word decolonization um, in our ho- in, in our households. Mm. Um, 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 but however, I've got a question on that. What informed you? What informed you of, um, to you guys, to initiate such um, an ongoing or such an awareness? I know Mcosini is actually been. Um, 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 he is actually one of those uh, structures or institutions that is actually building our country today. Um, secondly, um, 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 I also would like to know if you guys will be having such. Um, Countrywide I'm actually calling you in Cape Town And I'm pretty much um, interested In attending one So I'll Mm -hmm. listen on the radio Thank you once again
2: for
1: taking my call Thank you so much for calling Um, Would you like to respond?
2: Yes please Thank you so much for the question And for the call Um, In terms of decolonizing in the household I think even the, the, the formation of Shabaka Men of Africa Was something that we didn't I didn't conceptualize it just out of my own mind. It was something that came to me as an educator, as somebody who works a lot with counseling and and, and youth empowerment and community empowerment. I saw time and time again, and I saw this in different communities, even in different countries of African African men. Men would come up to me and ask similar questions about family, about what is manhood, about uh, not having had access to their own fathers and how that had impacted on Mm. them. So the stories were very similar and so many came up to the point that I said, you know, now it's ridiculous not to focus on it now it's like we're ignoring it it's yeah. right in front of us yes. so we started shabaka men of africa in 2010 and we doubted it we thought no maybe it's us just interpreting it in a wrong way once we started it was like men said this is what we've been waiting for mm. and now we actually have workshops in different uh, townships every month um mostly we work in Gauteng, and it's not because we want to focus only on Gauteng, but we are an organization that doesn't really receive much fund for this, or we actually don't receive any funds for this, let me be very clear. <laughs> um, so so when we do uh, travel outside the province, because we did a tour in uh, KZN earlier this year, and that was because people there sponsored us, and they have actually called us back, so we're going to have a man on the mountain, actually in Durban, in August, Okay. and hopefully um, like the brother was saying on the phone as well, that he would like for us to come to Cape Town. We would love to come, and I think what you do, if you'd like us to come to your area, is that you you gather a few people that you think can put maybe two hundred each on the table, mm. and before you know it, you can have one point five, which can which can facilitate tickets and and for us to come. We are not expensive VIP people. We we, we work because we believe <laughs> yeah. in this. Yeah. This is not our career. This yeah. is we see this as a necessity. This is about res- rescuing Africa. This is about. Positioning Africa to, to come back to the to greatness that it was. Right. W- which is why we start in the home.
1: Right. Meeve is in Durban. Meeve, good evening.
6: Good evening. Hello, everybody. How are you all? Uh,
1: we're very well. Thank you so much for calling.
6: Thank you. Um, basically, I just wanted to say I'm, I'm very happy that these kinds of things happen because I think it's very necessary. But I just I just wonder when we're going to stop um, putting people in groups of uh, African men or black men on the mountain, um, why don't we just have all men on the mountain? Because, I mean, I'm very anti-apartheid and I'm very anti-people being racist, Mm. but I just think it's, it's kind of promoting the racism to continue when they have black men in business, black women in business, black people that are degreed, and so on and so forth everybody is African basically if we if we've, if we've been born here, you know, we, we're all African and we all humans and we all have these experiences right whether we Zulu or whatever we are we all actually are part of being also have to be decolonized because we also got brought up in apartheid which we didn't like
1: yeah me thank you so much That's for calling saying. yeah I absolutely know what you're saying me thank you for calling Abby's in Cape Town Abby good evening
7: let me first answer the last caller or what she just said. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, look, I think these guys' initiative, um, I've always said I do a lot of talks as well in the in the location and all this. So, um, if you look at our society, I don't think these guys went out basically to sing out black men or anything. Um, for me, it's um, the, the problems that we are facing in South Africa, be it crime, be it uh, uh, uh unemployment be it disrespect, be it all of that um without really going into 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 a, a survey or anything, mm. you will find that it is perpetuated by black men, so without being politically correct or anything, I'm a black man, and I know these things because I live amongst people um in Cape Town, for example, at the moment we have got uh, a protest in philip that has been going on for two weeks now. Mm. Young men as young as 15 who are not even going to have their own house, who are still under their parents, are terrorizing people and there's a couple of people that have died. So I think this initiative for me should come to Cape Town. My only worry at the moment, I hope I've answered the last caller now why this (laughs) is um, 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 decolonized. I think maybe we need to take out that word decolonize. I don't think we are decolonizing. We are just trying to give people back their dignity and making them feel good about themselves as mm-hmm. men and 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 desist from uh rape desist from all these ills that are besetting mm-hmm. us really you know yeah but the the, the one thing I'm, I'm just worried about is i listen to safm and i call in mm. the people that this program should be aimed at are on the street out there and i don't necessarily think they ever listen to safm so i'm Correct. thinking if these guys can give us their numbers and join up with us in Cape Town, we are willing to 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 donate 1,500 from one person. I'm willing to donate that personally, so we can make something up and then then really go to the location and then maybe change a few things. We can't be the captains of the world, but I think we can. Ch- if you change one guy, he changes the next guy, and and people have got a lot of energy. Mm. So finally, as a question um, for me is, <laughs> as you said, you want the gentlemen to share all the experiences that they have seen. There is this thing that says there's a lot of anger in young men in South Africa. So far from what they have done, what is it? Because personally, I've been trying to find out what is it that makes our young men so angry and and be so um, um, uh, when they commit a crime that would have been snatching a bag. It it, it, it becomes so. That start that you 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 begin to not understand whether this person was hungry. This what was really what going on with this person, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. So, that's my question,
1: yeah. I know what you're saying, Abby. Thank you yeah. so much for calling in. 0891104207 uh, Abby, just call back because I, I imagine that Baba Buntu, uh, would want your number. Give your number to Matapelo, or my producer so that um, the organization is then able to, to come down to Cape Town, as you said. 34701 to send your SMSs. I did mention that we're joined in studio by Oscar and Debucho and, and I know that you guys would also like to perhaps respond to some of the points that were raised Before that though What is it that um, that, that encouraged you to, to take part in Men on the Mountain um, Who were you before What was the lesson that you had learned Devil?
3: Well um, I'll be honest with you Um, The first time I went to the mountain Well the only time I went to the mountain To be honest I didn't want to go mm. They had to force me to go Because I'm not the kind of guy Who's going to talk about his emotions I mean The society How I was raised was that I'm an African man. I'm also I'm Zulu, you know. I'm taught to keep my emotions within and to control them and to have them in check. Mm-hmm. And so um, a brother of mine, a brother of mine, Mr. Betera the first, um, he um, he actually forced me to go to the mountain. Mm. Yeah, and when um, when I went there,
1: mm-hmm. just put on your headphones so, so you can hear yourself. Mm-hmm. When
3: I when I went to the mountain, I um I learned a lot, especially about relationships, because I I was very I had a very fast food approach towards relationships. It was get now snack and digest and move on to the next and I was very i didn't have relationships that would last i was afraid of that and i i wanted to break out of that
1: what do, where do you think that came from
3: i think it came from i don't know it um it um it came from my upbringing i'd say um because of when i was a kid when i was a child my mom she sort of like left me with my grandmother and that, that happens to a lot of kids mm. so, and my mom and my dad they broke up when I was a very young child. So growing up, I had this thing. I had abandonment issues. You know, I was afraid to get close to people because I was afraid of them leaving me. Mm. So whenever I'd get into a relationship, at the back of my mind, I'd I'd keep it interesting for a little while, and then I'd start sabotaging it so that when the person leaves me. I can feel good about the fact that they left me. I tried and they left me. Mm. And it was a very immature and childish way of doing things and stuff. And um, when I went to the mountain I found out that there was a lot of people that went through that. And it helped me get into the root of things, into digesting it. Because it was so bad that we called girls snacks, like your, mm. you know. It becomes it becomes a sort of thing where you are unable to to love mm. or you don't allow yourself to love because now you think okay if i love i'm going to trust and if i trust i'm going to get my heart broken and i'm going to be a sucker and i don't want to be that person and um one thing that i learned when I was in the mountain is that if i make myself if i if i become this person when i find somebody that i love or somebody that loves me where will i where will i find all the trust and the yeah. rely yeah. how will i be able where will i conjure that from yeah. you know and it made me realize that if you carry on like this, then you never will find love. Mm. You know, because I was afraid of being vulnerable because of those feelings of being left. And I don't want to lie to you, I'm still battling with that. And I'm still trying to, to climb out of that duck pit, you know. And <laughs> it's a very hard thing to no,
1: do. No, there's magic to recognizing that. Mm. There's a real magic in that. And, and, and a lot of men suffer from, a lot of women mm. um sure. have the same issues and don't even know that there are, there's a root to what they're feeling. Let me take more calls, Oh eight nine one one oh four two oh seven. 104207 um, is on the line. Tsikhofato was part of the first session. Tsikhofato, good evening.
8: Uh, good evening, Aleni. Uh, yes. And, yeah, good evening to the and the Baba Wuntu. Mm. Um, Yes, I was uh, one of the, um, uh, I could say initiated in that manner, of the very first <laughs> session, and I'm very much uh, thankful for uh Uba Wundu, you know, to be able to put this type of uh, um, program together for men. I think myself as a South African, uh, there is a, a problem that otherwise, as as boys growing actually challenged with war. were we not having uh, that uh, culture where we had like our uncles, you know, who will take you through like, summarize of passage, you know, they know yeah. that when you get to a certain age, you know, you need to be told, you know, about uh, certain things, how you're supposed to behave. And again, I think uh, we, we, we just race, you know, uh, to know that, you know, as a, as a, as a boy, you know, as you're becoming a man, you need to. Be very much patriarchal, you know. You need to to look down on women or talk bad, you know. Mm. And I think maybe one of the sessions of of uh, men on the mountain is actually to to validate. It's actually to to change your mindset, you know, towards some of the things that really are destroying us mm. indirectly, you know. So, so I think. Um, most of us who are really wounded, and you can you can see because of uh, the apartheid and all that, we, we we most of us grew up without fathers, you know, and and you realize that how you grow up, how you have been raised. When you grow up, chances are if you were never really uh, cleansed, you know, along the way. When you grow up, when you have your your own wife you have your own kids you might not know actually how the role that you should be playing african presence you know so Mm. so i appreciate um sessions like that because they really take you from um uh, a boy into into a man and what i mean by them is that um, the way you think the way you know that you behave the way you know that you've got some other attitudes you are able to can reflect a lot, you know, as the person who yeah. uh, you came before you actually uh, joined the session. And even after that, it's not necessarily that everything has changed and <laughs> you're just going to be <laughs> this person who's straight. You know, you will always be reminded, you know, at least you have something that you have put in your mind that right. you will walk with for the rest of your life. Yeah, you know,
1: it's so. so that thank is you very so much
0: important. for calling. Thank you me. very much. I appreciate it. So if, again, if someone
1: calls in, that means it's a, it's a program that works. Oscar, what was what was your story?
0: Uh, my story is uh, more or less uh, the same as Teboho. Uh, uh, the reason why I went to the mountain first, uh, I was uh, seeking to get an understanding uh, of what it means to be an African man from an African perspective. Uh, I think uh, I had issues with that in terms of understanding who I am mm. and 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 my background and my history and in relation to. Uh, where I am now and, 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 and yeah I, I think that was a space for me that allowed me to be me and that allows me, allowed me to share my experience with other African men and, and, and to my surprise uh, I met uh, a different men on the mountain from different uh, background but uh, I think the challenges uh, were similar across port but what was important was the lesson we took out of there. Uh, which for me was uh, learning to, to to respect women and also uh, to stand up uh, a, a, a for what is uh, um, uh, what is true. Mm. Uh, in a sense that um, uh, looking at my history and how I got to learn about issues of sex, uh, those were never discussed uh, in, in, where where I come from. At
1: what point did <coughs> your your lack of knowledge? And, and, I, and I'm, I'm afraid to use those words, that lack of knowledge, that lack of understanding of uh, how you should be relating to the opposite sex become a hindrance to your life, that you, it was necessary for you to be part of Men on the Mountain.
0: I, th- I think for me, uh, I'll state this, that uh, I am married mm. uh, I, I, and, and, and I have children and I think what was important for me was what is the legacy? that I want to live for my kids as an African man. Yeah. And and again, in terms of my marriage, uh, uh, what is it that my marriage should stand for? So in that, from an African's perspective, I had to seek uh, places uh, and information that can equip me and guide me as an African man. So I think that for me was very important to myself closer to African men Mm. and go to a mountain and share my experience and and I I believe I've learned a lot and taking that from home I relate much better now to my wife Mm. because I respect her as a woman in terms of what she stands for and and the power that she possesses in terms of her influence in my life and the influence she has on our kids as well so giving her that space as my queen uh, I think it has helped me in uh, a great deal.
1: You know, I wonder when when we talk about that, and and Oscar, you've said it as well. I learned to respect women, and I think that that's. That's definitely something we, we, we appreciate. But the question is, once Oscar says, I learned to step back and, and, and allow my wife the respect that she, that she, that she, that she deserves, what does that say about you? Where are we putting the role that men play? We, we have this very, um, patriarchal idea of what it means to be a man. Once you've gone through Men on the Mountain, Who is a man? What is a man?
2: What is their role? You know, and maybe I can tie this in with explaining why we focus on African and black. It's not something that we chose. We live in a world that does make a difference between colors, between races, between. We don't want it to be that way, but we have a history that has has informed much of how we see ourselves, how we see each other. So, for instance, when there's disrespect between African men and African women, it also relates to how we have been oppressed, the violence that has become so prevalent in our communities, Mm. our realities, so much that we take it out on each other. So what we want to really emphasize on the mountain is that power doesn't come from... Oppressing someone else That's the lesson that South Africa has has taught For many many years during Mm. apartheid To get power you need to steal it from someone You need to extract it from someone Someone must suffer so that you can be powerful Mm, That's what we we think And we have drawn that into an understanding Of a patriarchal manhood as well Power is not that. Power is something that you share and build together. Uh, This fear that some of us as men have of strong women, whatever that should mean. But you know, there's this fear Hmm. that women are taking over now. They're too strong. They're too dominant. Uh, I don't think strength is about dominance. Strength is about carrying yourself in a certain respectful and way with pride and if you can have two partners that can allow the other partner to do that and actually encourages and praises and say that you know what when you are in your strongest i love you even more Mm. when you can get those type of praises now you have a king and a queen And I think this is where we get it all wrong We think that we need to be suspicious We spoke a lot about this on the mountain Mm. How relationship starts with dishonesty You lie, you keep certain things away She doesn't need to know that I have another partner She doesn't need to know that I have a baby So how are you going to get an honest and trustful relationship When it all, when it actually The starting point is a lie a and a then true. you expect after a true yeah uh, you expect after a year now everything is going to be nice and relatable and it's not you have to you have to start with what it what you want it to become.
1: Hey, I'm telling you I'm a black yes. woman I know I we begin <laughs> our relationships with the sense <laughs> of no 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 I'm not going to tell you or show you yeah. who I am exactly. We begin our let, let me take more calls 0891104207 Leanne is in Soweto. Leanne, good evening, welcome to the talk shop. Hi lady. how are
9: you I'm very well thank you for calling Um I thank you for having me and hello to your guests
0: Good evening good evening yeah. good evening
9: Hi um look, I just want to comment I'm a sister I have younger brothers mm. and I I live in Turkey and I think this is a very important conversation that we're having today, um, especially about younger men. Mm. And I I think what I've noticed is that there is a gap in our society in terms of the focus that's been given to to men, uh, especially African men. Um, I just want to find out, in terms of um, what you guys do, is it possible that you can also touch on, touch schools, especially township high schools, mm-hmm. because um, I think um, as a person or a resident of, of Soweto, I, I tend to see and I watch and maybe I'm guilty because I've done nothing about it. I see these young um, teenage boys who um, start out okay in life and halfway through they give up. And they give in to drugs and they give in to, they find alternatives because really they don't have mentors. They come from either a single parent household where the the, the primary um person is a mother mm. or a grandmother. Mm. But there is no male, um there's role no model. model. No. A role model. No. Yeah. And and the focus out there is usually about girls. There's a take a girl child to work, there's a girl child this and a girl child that, but there's a there's really a gap when it comes to, to men and young men. So um this this is a very good um, program that you guys are running, and I just thought that maybe it's something that you can ex- extend to 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 schools, especially in so, to as a Definitely, that's so,
1: yeah. It, it's it, it is necessary, Leanne. thank you so much for calling. in. my day is in Cape Town. Myita, good evening.
6: Good evening, my lady. Um What a what a, a very very good show, and what is needed by our young men. Mm-hmm. I, I am a mother of a, of a young African man, mm-hmm. and I would also like very much for this seed to come and be planted here and grow and grow in Cape Town. So I would like to contribute a thousand rand as a start, and uh, for the organisation to keep my name so that I can contribute whenever I can. This wow. is something
1: that we need and it must be done and done now. Okay, that's brilliant. I'm taking you to Matapelo, my, my producer. She's sure. going to take down... Um, okay, she already has your number. That's great. So we'll pass your number on to uh, Baba Buntu. S- uh, Serdi is in uh, Bloemfontein. Serdi, Serdi. Serdi in Bloemfontein. Thank you for calling.
10: Hi, you know, lady. I've, uh, I've been listening to your show and all your uh, guests there and... And, uh, I've got a comment. Hmm. Look, I'm, I'm, we live in a, a multi-cultural uh, country. And I'm 100% for sure that, that everybody, um needs to preserve their culture. Whether you're Zulu, whether you're you Sutu, whether you're Afrikaner, uh, I don't care. Okay, it's every cultural group's uh, responsibility to keep uh, their culture alive. Okay, but what, right. what my, my problem is tonight, these guys are talking about decolonizing men. But I, as an african speaking person, uh, uh, my culture was brought up... Ex- uh, I was brought up exactly the way they wanted to teach the men on the mountain. So why do they call it decolonizing it when it, uh, we as white people uh, are known as colonizers, but that's our way of teaching our kids? Having respect for a woman, when a woman, uh, when your woman, the one that you're in a relationship with, uh, becomes strong, you support her.
6: Okay. You,
10: you do all of those things. This yeah. Sartre, I,
1: I get the gist of your point, of your point, and I'll give uh, Baba Buntu, Oscar and Deborah an opportunity to respond as soon as we come back from the news. Thank you for, so much for calling in. I'll take more calls on 891 It's 8 o'clock, Stephen Coco has the news.
11: Qatar insists its hosting of the 2022 World Cup will go ahead as the German football head calls for Swiss election at football's governing body. Qatar has rejected suggestions that it might lose the right to host the 2022 World Cup because of the corruption allegations surrounding football's world governing body, FIFA. The head of the English Football Association, Greg Dyke, says the vote to host the tournament should be rerun. The BBC's Barbara Plett Usher reports.
4: A statement from the National Football Association said Qatar had nothing to hide. It welcomed an investigation by the Swiss authorities who are examining long-standing corruption claims surrounding the bidding process for the 2018 and 2022 World Cups. It urged Greg Dyke to let the legal process take its course and it said his instinct to immediately focus on stripping Qatar of the World Cup spoke volumes about his views of the first FIFA tournament in the Middle East. Mr. Dyke had told British media that there should be a rebid if the Swiss conclude the voting process wasn't fair. FIFA cleared Qatar of wrong doing last year after an internal investigation.
11: German Football Association President Wolfgang Niesbach, meanwhile, has called for a quick election to replace the outgoing Sepp Blatter as FIFA president. Niesbach has backed Dutchman Michael van Praag for the role. It's thought that the powerful European football body UEFA would prefer a European candidate such as Frenchman Michel Platini. Chung mong Jun, head of South Korea's Hyundai conglomerate, says he will consider running Other possible candidates include Domenico Scala, the independent chairman of FIFA's Audit and Compliance Committee, former Brazil international Zico, while Venezuelan president Nicolau Maduro's proposed Argentine soccer legend Diego Maradona. The Department of Correctional Services says it will investigate how Cape Flats gang boss George Ghebel Thomas made and received thousands of phone calls in prison. Thomas got seven life terms and more than 100 years for murder and other crimes in the Western Cape High Court today. Regional Correctional Services Commissioner Delekele Claas says they're concerned that offenders have access to cell phones.
8: In some instances, it would be family members who would come to court and find ways of handing over these phones to offenders. In some instances, it will be visitors who would visit. Uh, them in, in in our facilities. In some instances, it is some of our officials.
11: The second state witness in the kidnapping and intimidation trial against suspended crime intelligence boss Richard Mdluli has described how she was allegedly assaulted and intimidated by Mdluli and his associate. Alice Manana testified at the High Court in Johannesburg, where Mdluli and co-accused mtembini Mtuzi faced 12 charges arising from the 1999 killing of Opa The trial was adjourned until tomorrow morning. More from Pearl Magabani
1: ellis manana is the second state witness to be called to the stand manana is friends with cd Butalezi, who is the former girlfriend of mzuli manana has told the court that mzuli and mtunzi came to her house accusing her of kidnapping Butalezi. she says when she could not say where she was she was hit by mtunzi with open hands she continued to tell the court that mzuli also hit her with the back of his hand she says mtunzi grabbed her and pushed her then she was taken to the first police station when asked if both the accused were in court. Manana was able to point at Mzuli
0: but failed to see Mtunzi sitting in the dock.
11: Finally, traffic on all major routes out of Cape Town came to a virtual standstill due to persistent rain over the Cape Peninsula. Motorists have been experiencing high levels of frustration with delays on the way home as a number of roads are flooded. Traffic spokesperson Maxine Jordan says some of the affected roads include Beach Road at the Strand the R27 at Racecourse Road in Milnerton, and 35th Avenue in Elsie River on the Cape Flats. Reports have also been received of the Lawrence River next to the Kay's Caravan Park at the Strand, flowing strongly and threatening to overflow its banks. Meanwhile, rockfalls have been reported in the mountains at Gordons Bay. Chapman's Peak Drive near Hout Bay, which was closed early in the week, remains off-limits. More news at 8 o'clock. Our top story... Rather, at 9 o'clock, our top story at 8 is that Qatar insists its hosting of the 2022 World Cup will go ahead despite corruption allegations against FIFA. For SAFM, I'm Stephen Kirker.
1: Thank you, Stephen. It's five minutes after eight, and it's the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Talking men on the mountain with my guests, Baba Buntu, a social entrepreneur, a speaker, a writer, and a researcher in African-centered education. I'm also joined by Oscar and Tembo, young men that have taken part in the uh, Men on the Mountain session and, and say that it has changed the way that they, they view themselves an opportunity now let me let me give you a chance to respond to some of the the calls that came in so I'll be talking about you know this this word that we're using decolonizing the mind decolonizing the home why is that necessary when every other culture every other uh race understands what the role of the man is how can you say that that is decolonizing
2: well first of all i'm questioning whether other people necessarily understand exactly the role of the men is I think patriarchy has hurt all societies and in different forms and there's abuse across gender lines and racial lines all over the world Mm. So it's not a specific you know it's not that only African men have a challenge with this but part of the reason why this is very challenging in African communities is that what colonization did what it broke down intentionally the family structure the understanding of self the ability to be and just take for granted that I'm a human a black person even today cannot necessarily take for granted that we are human because Mm. we are not really we are not projected in the human history as 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 equals and that does something to us that's all we are saying and I think it's not fair for the for the listeners to who who say that now we should stop using names and, and words that actually help us to understand our situation and get out of it I think Where there there could be a danger is if we get locked up in a victim mentality and we just want to feel sorry for ourselves and we just want to drown in our own misery. This is actually one uh, example of African men saying, we will stand up, we will be honorable, we will understand what has happened in our history and we take responsibility for us doing something about that. And I think young men like Tabugo and Oscar should be applauded for doing that. They're actually breaking the mold. They're doing what they are not being told to do. Hmm. They are breaking the stereotype of what African men, well, men in general probably also, but especially African men, Normally don't do. Mm. They they are very brave. They are warriors when they go into that space. So and and just seeing them even here in studio, it it, it fills my heart with so much proud pride to see that African men can stand up, be honourable, tell their own stories, raise their voice, not be shy, not be not feel that there's anything wrong with taking a step towards solutions. Yeah. Based on their own history, their own presence.
1: Yeah. I talk quite often about um, men struggling to come to, to to really get in touch with their emotions. Mm-hmm. And and it sounds like Men on the Mountain gives these gentlemen an opportunity to do that. For women that are in relationships um, and feel that they they can't tap into what's going on with Oscar, what is Oscar thinking? What is Oscar feeling? How was it that being on Men on the Mountain was able to assist you in your relationships, in, in the way that your wife is able to relate with you and connect with you?
0: I think what was important on the mountain was 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 for me to get a platform to express uh, myself uh where I come from in terms of how I was brought up and the challenges that I faced in terms of learning about sex uh studying relationship and getting married I, I think I will not generalize this, but in most uh, African communities, uh, we do not get uh, platforms where we are given opportunities to learn more about men and what it means to be a man and understanding your sexuality as a man and also your role as you move on from being a boy to being a man mm. when you get married. I know there, there are rituals that are performed when you get married where we are where mm. all the people will call you and sit you down this is what and start you lecturing man, you uh, yes. in terms of uh, what you need to stand up for as a man now in, 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 in the role that you're taking when you get married. But there are, I think, issues that are, are, are so sensitive that they're not touched during that process where you reflect back on your experience in terms of what is sex to you? How you got to learn about sex? And 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 what you think of How did
1: you get to learn about sex? I know I interjected.
0: <laughs> For me uh, I would say uh, it, it it I got to learn about sex through uh porn magazine and also watching porn uh, uh, uh Movies, which
1: And that's the majority of how young men, yeah,
0: yeah. that's, that's yeah. how
1: the majority of young men are learning about sex. There is no discussion about um what it actually means to connect with someone. Yeah. We have a, a caller, um Ashantiwa in Durban. Thank you so much
6: for calling. It's so good to hear you. No from problem. I'm just coming out of a African meeting and I turned on and I heard the most beautiful sounds of progressive, beautiful, dignified African men who are not afraid to claim but the space. And, you know, Brother Buntu, for me, it's going to mean also bringing it back down to the level of the primary schools, these young boys, before they can open up these porn magazines, you know. But the work of Men on the Mountain, the sabaka, let me tell you, every child, every young boy in this country needs to be signing up to it. And I hope I hope these other entities are listening because this is a, a for real right of passage program. And I totally am impressed the work that... Brother Bunsa and the other brothers are doing, you know, it's so important and it must never, ever be, be, be not prioritized.
1: Thank you so much for calling in, Yah Ashantiwa, uh, calling in from Durban. Uh, Jackie sends in SMS. Good evening, my lady. I'm a pensioner and would like to contribute 200 rand. You're getting wow. you're getting support tonight. <laughs> this Welcome. is good. Uh, we'll will Jackie will we'll share Baba Buntu's contact details towards the end of the discussion. Karabo in Pretoria says a great topic indeed. Um, if we can have this kind of program as a subject in schools, it can really change boys to be real and and strong men. Um, another one that says, is decolonizing to plaster your house with cow dung and have livestock in the RDP house to prove you hate some races? Um, a, a liberated brother from Bondoland with that SMS. Um, Frank says, i support the african education initiative i work with uh black young women and men it's so embarrassing how these young educated blacks undermine fellow older blacks at lower job levels black youths don't know who they are sad to see people living as copycats of americans that's Mm. frank in johannesburg Mm. frank that's such an important SMS. you know Mm especially for um the the young black people that are raised in very rural setups you're told that you don't walk into a room where there is uh, an elder mm. in the room and not greet mm. but i've seen it since i'm in you know joburg yeah. now i True. see it True. Um, people walk past the security guard as if he's a piece of furniture. Exactly. And that speaks to, mm. you know, that's, that's a cultural thing. That's that's an African thing that is understood across the continent, and it's fading away. I don't know if you'd like to respond to that um, plastering your house with cow dung, SMS. I'm not
2: sure, But I think maybe the question means, I think it's a question, what is decolonizing? Is yeah. it to go, maybe the question is, is it to go back 500 years and live as if, There's no modernity or no change, for instance. And if that is the question, I think that's not really what it's about. It's about going back to fetch something important that we were deprived of. Mm. Because... I think colonization and apartheid and enslavement took away from us the natural ability to embrace and understand and grow within our cultures. We are not, I mean, culture is dynamic. Culture moves forward. And I think what, what also Oscar shared here is that in the spaces that are existing even now for, for, for going from boyhood to manhood and girlhood to womanhood, maybe there's also need for an upgrade. There's certain things that people do today that they didn't do hundreds of years ago mm. that they need answers to. For instance, the issue of porn. Um, I'm not sure exactly how indigenous uh, uh, initiation schools deal with porn because you cannot just say that's something we shouldn't do mm. that's not enough you need to understand why you are attracted to it why is it how does it impact on you what does it do to you when you see certain women acting a certain way and you want to now and act that in the bedroom and maybe and i think this also impacts on women because women also take cue from how to be sexy mm. how to be attractive how to look good mm. so they will they will they will adorn themselves in ways that are put that, put out mm. and i would say quite mm pornographic or suggestive manners Mm. now and when that becomes part of how we relate your first love your first kiss your first attraction to another person of the other sex it also does something to your mind it does something to how you feel about yourself it does something to Mm. what you seek and you know a lot of guys we say this a lot of men out there say that you know me i want an african queen a true african queen but before you can even say you want that you need to ask yourself are you a king Mm. And that's the meditation that you should really stay stay mm. within. Unless you are a king or unless you have worked yourself to a certain level, you cannot go out and, and expect that a queen should stop at your door. Why would she?
1: Mm. 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 Is that something that you think about often, yeah, your, your Your partner okay. and how you, you will get yourself ready to be the man that you'd like to be for someone.
3: I mean... Um, one thing that Baba spoke on is we always say that we're we're looking for a queen, but are you a king yourself? Mm. Because I, when I when I left the mountain, I thought about the kind of woman that I was looking for. I mean, me before even going to the mountain, I would sit around with my friends and be like, I'm looking for this kind of girl. She has to be smart. She has to be intelligent. She has to be faithful. But then, I went back home and I looked at myself. Was I that kind of person? I, because I, I told Baba that I, I spoke about it with the group that I seem to attract girls that aren't into anything that is going to last they just want something for the now and i realized that that's because i'm that kind of person too mm-hmm. that's the kind of people that i attract because i'm that kind of guy you know so when i went to the mountain when i went when i came back from it i i said a lot like i thought about if i want this kind of person then i have to be that person you know in order to attract that mm-hmm. because i am i've realized that a lot of brothers a lot of brothers out there, they. The reason why relationships fail is because they don't work on themselves. Hmm. They're going to go out there and they're going to attract people that are attracted to their qualities which are negative, And then a relationship is not going to be... It's going to be a volatile mix. It's going to explode, you know, and you're going to move from one bad relationship to another. We don't want to sit down and work on ourselves. It's an uncomfortable thought. I... I
1: talk for a living, <laughs> and so i you know i assess i i I understand people by what they say, not what not you know if i if I ask you a question and I ask you what are your positive traits, would you have been able to tell me before you'd gone on the men on the mountain, and are you able to tell me what they are now
3: before I most probably would have lied, and at this current point in time, I think, yeah, I mean I've had. More than anything, um, one thing that Baba taught me is to write down your emotions and your thoughts and analyze those mm. so that you understand yourself better. Mm. Because without doing that then you have no understanding of self, you know, and I learned that. And now I understand my weaknesses and my strengths, you know. On the way here I was talking about it that Baba I feel like one, two, three, four has to be fixed. I feel like I'm lacking here because I've got a track record, I I know exactly where I'm lacking and I know where to try and improve, you know? So I'd say yes. I'd be able to at this current point in time, okay, yeah,
1: because that's what we need we need we need men that can say, no, this is who I am, not who i I want to be, this is who I am, this mm. is who I'm going to be mm. once I've done one, two, three, four, five of course, uh, yeah. three four seven I want to send in your SMSs. Um, what age can men join the men on the mountain?
2: Okay, we don't really have an age restriction, but what we have found... Remember I said that we also have many other interventions. For instance, we have what we call Black Men's Lekutla mm-hmm. every um, every month in a different community. And this weekend we are going to, to Tswane, and we are inviting men uh, around Tswane to come through to, to that uh, interaction. Now, I think that for the type of work we do, especially with what we have shared on Men, men on the Mountain and the Lekutla... If you are too young, you, 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 you won't be able to really catch on and you might not have so many experiences with Mm -hmm. these topics. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm somebody who I like intergenerational, intergenerational interaction. I love that. But I think when it comes to the Nitty-gritties of these issues, we would say that when you come to these interactions, you should be around 20 upwards, because you have a little bit of experience. You have already started to formulate some questions about your identity: Who am I? Who do I want to be? Um, but as one of the callers, if I can just comment on that, one of the callers were asking: Are we going to schools? Now, what we have, what we have said. We would really love to go to schools. We would really love to engage with younger men. Mm. But we also understand we cannot do everything at once. We go to townships. I think every month we are in different townships and rural areas. So we're not an urban, Santon-based, Rosebank-based, (laughs) affluent-based project. We're not one of those. Uh, We we really are where the people are And we are out in townships, we are out on the streets We are out where where these issues really uh, make make a lot of sense Um, But we want to go into schools And I think that's where we need help And let me also say um, As much as it probably would be fair For the government to invest in programs like this There's also a part of us that say Can we also fund ourselves? Can we see this as a necessity in our communities? And I can promise and yeah. I, I, I know when we talk about money, it's so difficult. What is it being used for? Is it transparent and things like that? But I can say, and, and, and people can come and check our registers and find out if that's true. But we really, we put the cost as low as possible. For mm. instance, when we meet as men for the Lakhutla, what we do for lunch is we ask everyone to contribute whatever they have in their pocket. So some have two rand, some have 200 rand. And and, and we buy lunch for that and we eat together. And that's one thing I've always said, that even if the government should say, hey, we need to come in and Sponsor your lunch Don't sponsor our lunch Rather help us with transport Or copying papers And phone calls Mm. But don't sponsor our lunch It's such a liberating experience As well that we come And we fund our own lunch We are eating our food now And we are contributing to that And it tastes Differently when it 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 starts like that. So I'd like to keep that, actually. But, of course, we do need funds, we do need resources, and we don't really seem to fit into a lot of these things that you can apply for. We've tried many times, so I'm really, really, really honoured and humbled by those who have said they would like to contribute. And I welcome that and, and trust that it's going to be put to very good use we will also let you know exactly how the money is spent, what we use it for, and, and, and so I really, really appreciate that. Thank how so do we get a hold of you? Okay, you can call us on 074-690-4012. That's 074-690-4012. You can write us an email on info at Cosini solutions, in one word, dot ZO, .za. You can find us on Facebook as ebukosini solutions. We also have the website ebucosini solutions um dot where you will find our numbers in case you wouldn't be able to write them down now.
1: Okay. Again that um in, in what's it, the email address is info at ebucosini um take a look at www.ebukosini-solutions.co.za. Ebukosini solutions so e B U K H O S I N I solutions dot C O dot and call O seven four six nine O four zero one two again O seven four six nine O four zero one two. Oscar, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. it's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, you guys can go on with your real identities now.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Baba Bunti, thank you so much Thank us.
2: you so much for inviting us.